So here's a special request we're doing this afternoon and tonight. You steady listeners know we're playing this every hour. This is for Lefty. Hey, is everybody okay? It's almost Halloween, y'all. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know it's been a while. You know, it's been like, what, a week since we did an episode? Yeah, I one week. It, I think it's been two weeks. I don't know. Dude, I, I was been... ready to shoot myself after fucking Puppet Master. Oh, dude, Puppet Master. Once it gets uh, Puppet Master versus demonic toys, dude, I'm just ready to slip my own fucking wrist. <laughs> I don't know. Axis of Evil, though, I kind of, I mean, C+, plus, uh, not bad. Yeah, yeah, and and what about the alien retro? Come on now, okay. I, I am I I can't believe the battle we had when I was telling everybody that Resurrection is the best of the fucking series. Yeah, it's insane. I, it surprised me, Ryan. If I'm honest, I I, I mean I still I, I'm I, but you fought your corner well, and actually not only did you fight your corner well, but you converted both me and John and our ve- very special guest who was on that show that week, Ridley Scott. Right, right, and and he—that is a smart man. I'll tell you one thing. I mean, I don't believe a lick of what he says, but he is a smart motherfucker. Oh, oh, smooth, 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 son of a bitch. But I—I I mean, when we had the child from part two on, I'm sorry I hung up. I was just—I couldn't stop screaming "fuck you" because yeah. she ruined that movie for me. Yeah, it was too much insight. It, 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 it was too much insight into, um, and I mean, she 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 mostly ruins podcasts at night, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, not to be repetitive, but fuck Newt. Yeah, fuck Newt. Hashtag fuck Newt. We're just saying that Hashtag. fuck Newt as in like fuck off, not as in like molest a small child. Just stressing that. Just, I know, like sometimes this show can wander into dark territories. I'm just saying that maybe that is some tall reeds that we don't want to wander into. Maybe we want to stay away from that nasty patch of, of horrible discussions. I mean, we might look over our shoulder at it, like, <laughs> well, we're not gonna go there. No. <laughs> but we're gonna completely swipe the memory of our computer afterwards. Yes, that's right. Swipe left. That's a Tinder joke. 
<laughs> I literally have never. Like, this is like this is like my, my life. I kind of feel like technology has tried to best me, um, and that like every year I'm married, there's a new way to get women really easy. Uh, <laughs> it seems to be developed. Like like, like put things in perspective. Like I I have worked beside people who are like vastly younger than me now. You know, like late late teens, early twenties, or something like that. And they're just having the time of their life. Uh, they're just getting laid here, there, and everywhere. And it's all down to this Tinder thing. Um, and I saw that, and I was like, that. Do you know? Had that been around when I was a single man right now, there would be oh. no podcast under the stairs. There would be no Graveshift Radio. I would just be knee deep in some pussy. <laughs> no, you, you'd be knee deep in child support. Child support. Yeah. 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 I'm a fair tale child support, child support cannot happen if you don't use your real name. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, on the other hand, if Ryan had Tinder back then, Ryan would have enough children Everyone, to his own militia army. <laughs> Everyone on this planet would look exactly like me. That's what it would be. <laughs> well, there would be a lot of great sounding podcasts out there. Right, right. Oh, okay. Let's let's um let's go uh, full cycle here. And like I said, it's been a couple weeks. But uh, Duncan, yes. What's what's your good and bad, son? <laughs> I thought you would never ask. Um, and contrary to what I think, I, I was just trying to very quickly read on my uh, Facebook page there because I think John's just posted this. My bad movie's Leatherface. John, I don't know if you really like Really? That yeah, I thought it was pretty pish. Um, pish is a Scottish term for not very good. Um, yeah, I, in terms of that franchise, we're, we're really not batting many good movies, in my opinion. Um, and this one kind of ranks on the lower end, if I'm honest. Um, lower than do your thing, cuz. Oh, no, no, that's, a, that's, a, that's an all-time low. Um, that's a way down there. Uh, is it? Yes, it is worse. No, it's not worse. What am I saying? Do your thing because it's worse. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what I didn't like about it. What I didn't like about it was that um, it, once again, it's, a, it's another prequel, so we're getting another alternative prequel to the prequel we've already had with Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. Um, in the case of this one, it's, I, I don't think it's a really good story arc at all for the character who we first meet being the more timid one out of the family and not really wanting to chainsaw a stranger to death. Um, which, oh no, it's a shit story arc. Yeah, yeah, it's like not wanting to do that. And then the ultimate reveal of how that goes down kind of full circle, I don't think is is great at all. I think Are you talking the about the uh, magic fucking uh, Wolverine-esque bullet to the face that turns yeah. him into Leatherface? Yeah, yeah, which, like, when I saw that, I was like, really? 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 Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't like that. I don't think, I think they've miscalculated with this one. I think setting it where they did in the asylum and, and then kind of doing it as a kind of almost on the, on the road rush back was uh, back to <clears throat> home was miscalculated I don't think it, it benefits the story at all and if ultimately what we want to do is find out about Leatherface as a teenager which once again that's a sentence that someone thought mm, we wanted to see right. on screen um, I don't think we get anything from it at all because uh, like he's not mentally scarred because he's in an insane asylum he's 
mentally traumatised because ultimately because he's wounded in the face by a sheriff uh, which is the best bit about it to me the, the um, uh, Stephen Dorse per, uh, kind of role as the sheriff is pretty cool but it's no different from William Forsyth's portrayal of the sheriff in um, The Devil's Rejects which is well, what that, I kept thinking about when I watched it I was like this exactly. is a lesser Devil's Rejects I was like this is like this almost feels like and this is the funny thing this is almost feels like Rob Zombie watching the devil's rejects and then ripping it off um, <laughs> and I, I, it just it didn't it did very little for me at all and to think that the two directors that did that movie made one of the greatest home invasion movies of all time in insight uh, it just blows my mind there's nothing about that at all that even um, what's her face uh, uh, lily taylor as the the mother is she's a really good actress we don't get much of her um, it just seemed really weird and uh, it come to the end and I, I thought to myself prequels should always try where possible even though you know they, they seldom do they should try and give you the backstory which leads you into the movie that you know comes after or at least set up a chain of events which you know are going to lead to the you know to that first movie and uh, I thought to myself did anything that happened in Leatherface set up anything that makes sense or works for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1974, and the answer is no. So what's the point of the movie? Um, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I think it's a needless, um, fairly banal little bit of cinema. So that's my. You know, that's my you know what bothered me most about it? What bothered me most about it was the cook, honestly, oh, yeah. because. If you watch the original, like everybody has done 40 billion times, the cook just doesn't like killing. He does not like it. He doesn't like the violence. He's a little schizo, so yeah, he causes a little violence here, but then when it comes to killing, he's against that shit. But in this movie, dude, he's propping somebody up trying to get this kid to kill somebody. And I was like, that is not the fucking cook. Yeah. I just, yeah, right. I just didn't feel... It's... Once again, if this was a movie which was setting out a brand new franchise, fine. But that's not what they're doing. They have said this is the prequel to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1974. And on that, it fails. It fails as a movie. Well, to me, the biggest problem that it had was there were too many plot lines going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, if we would have had the whole chase scene, uh, Honestly, the the first act should have been Chase. Mm-hmm. Second scene should have been getting to the family farm with the whole family. And then third act, normal chainsaw chaos on the farm. Yeah. Fit the normal formula and streamline it a little bit. I mean, there was just so much going on that it, it felt... It was hard to focus on one thing because, you know, you had the mystery of who Jed was. You, you had the, the kids running from the asylum. You had the sheriff trying to kill everyone. You had the mom trying to find... I mean, it was just so much. Just Simpler is usually better. Yeah. And th- so, that's the that, thing. That's a cha- the Chainsaw movies as a whole are that. You know, it's simplicity. It's get people to the farm, family, you know, pick off some of them, capture someone... You usually have the iconic dinner scene at the end and someone escapes. That's the formula. It's a very, very, very simple formula. And you can maybe tweak it 
in some ways to, to like you say, if you start off with like the opening credits, say, you know, uh, Jebediah Hewitt or whatever his name is in this movie, Jebediah Sawyer, um, is, you know, was a deranged child who was uh, was taken away by the state and held in a, a, a mental asylum. Um, on this day, he escapes. And that's how your movie starts with him escaping. Very Halloween-esque. Um, right, right. Right. Yeah, like you see, then we're right into that the, the road chase and the sheriff's coming after him and the sheriff through that is giving you discussions about how his daughter died at the hands of the family right. and whatnot. And then it takes you to the fact that's how you do that movie and I don't understand why we have to spend close to about thirty minutes before like out with that initial kill where nothing's really happening at all except we've got the mother coming into the asylum and then she's leaving and then there's everything's getting a bit weird and a bit touchy-feely and it's yeah it just, it just to me just didn't what it was so miscalculated um and very frustrating on the other hand though this is my good and this is a little british film which you, you will, of course it is you will want to go for a shower after watching this one Oh, this is a great little movie. It's so fucking wonderfully disturbing. Uh, it's a little movie called Freehold or Two Pigeons. Now, it might be called Two Pigeons in the States. Uh, in the UK, it's called Freehold. And basically, it's about an estate agent who loves himself, but he's done some dodgy deals in the past. Um, he has this little flat. And every day that he goes off to work, the person that's living in between his walls that he doesn't know is living there comes out and starts living in his apartment. And as time goes on, we start to see him start doing pretty horrible things to manipulate and ruin this estate agent's life. And it gets it gets very creepy and very weird. And there's some incredible one-shots. It kind of reminds me of the Spanish film Sleep Tight, um, mm. but, but kind of less rapey um, and more just... <laughs> more just kind of creepy and weird um so yeah if you get a chance to watch it as it's a very weirdly funny disturbing little movie that when it finishes you will feel your skin crawl um in the best possible way so yeah it's free nice that's my that's my good so i will shut up now right on i'll have to try that out all right john how about you what's your good and bad son all right, starting off with the bad. Uh, and I blame Duncan for this because I was listening to Baz V. Horror and uh, they talked about the house's October bill. I was like, I remember when that came out. I kind of liked that. I don't like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I revisited that and I'm watching it and it's just like, all these people are fucking horrible and this isn't even a slasher. I don't get to watch these assholes die. And, and we waste so much fucking time going around and listening to their bullshit. Like, most of the film is a little bit of setup and we see a character that's going to come back. Yeah. And then they walk through a haunted house. And it's just like, you can't base your film around haunted houses. I mean, for fuck's sake. Okay. The third act should have been them at this, you know blue skeleton haunt and it should have been like 31 where they were fighting for their life to get out mm. instead of the train wreck that it was which by the way I've, I've watched the trailer for part two and i have no interest oh no, no interest in watching that yeah Talks with oh. you on that one i can't, can't be like, I, I can't even believe they made a second 
The only reason it has that. the exact same cast. Yeah. Uh, fuck that movie. Cast of villains or cast of um. The exact same cast. The exact same what four or five people that was in the first one. Yeah, because they don't like the, the ending is. That's one of the reasons I hated the ending is to me it felt kind of pointless and that there's no there's no they don't die at the end of the movie. It's implied that they die. Right. So, no, it's an extreme haunt where they're just trying to scare them. Well, fuck you, man. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Yeah. All right, all right. All right, but the good uh, is one I actually just watched, and that's uh, Cult of Chucky. Yeah. Um, I had a hell of a lot of fucking fun with that. That's honestly the most fun horror film I can remember watching recently. Uh, I don't know. It's just fucking ridiculous in all the right ways. Well, it took me it took me like two times to fully get into that movie, to be honest, because like I did not like the idea of Chucky getting a body at the end. I was like, that's I don't know. Oh, something not no. right about that. Something not right. She is like she's our father's daughter, though. When you see her walking out in that that jacket and kind of doing the mannerisms and the voice now, I'd, I like different to you Ryan like the first time I saw that and she walked out I was like that give me another movie with her like just right. as that character I, I, I loved it the thing that I struggled with at first was the multiple Chuckies I was like that right this is you now doing something that's never been done really in the mythology before like so he can create right. clones of himself but I'll, I'll say this about the Child's Play franchise even though people famously know that I've listened to podcasts under the stairs there's two in that franchise that one of which I don't like and the other one I fucking despise. Out with that. Out with that. that Seed of Chucky. Yeah, I hate that. Honestly, that movie. That movie. Uh, fucking Red Man. Every time. Every fucking <laughs> time. Um, yeah, like, the, the rest of that franchise, super solid. Uh, I mean, they know that they know exactly at what point that is no longer scary, at what point that becomes like a goofy, campy, you know, slasher series, possessed doll slasher series thing, um, and they just stick with that, and they know that they should go. I mean, if if a Curse of Chucky kind of resets the the rules, so to speak, and kind of brings back a bit more menace to the Chucky character, the the cult of Chucky just is like that, right? We've got that again. Let's bring you some gnarly over-the-top kills and let's just have fun with it. And that's what it does. And it's, it's a it's a it's a blast to watch. Um, and like so that once again after credit sequence, bringing back an old character and what that. Yes, I would have that in the next oh, movie yeah. as well. Loved oh it. yeah, so yeah. Fun. They- yeah, like I said, second viewing, I was completely on board. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is this is just fun. Just go with it. And I had a good time. The only thing I do wish is that they stop making the fucking doll out of silicone. It just <laughs> looks like shit. I'm sorry. Go back to Kevin Yeager and say, could you do the doll again? And then, you know, fucking so Chucky could look like Chucky again. He kind of looks like a Revlon model. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, watching this when uh, the lady that thinks she's a ghost starts talking to Chucky and believes that he's an illusion, oh. and he says, "You know what? You're next," and is muttering to himself, walking away. I'm just like, "Okay, I'm kind of on board with this." But when he kills the Asian chick with the mm. uh, compressed air, 
Yeah, yeah, hundred percent sold at that point. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And I, yeah, there's there's so many things in that movie I could just talk about. You know, like we should almost do a review of it, but no. And um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I was completely on board with it. And so, as yeah. far as me, my bad was motherfucking Leatherface, and we went over that. So I'm not gonna talk oh, about no. that one. Um, it wasn't that bad. I didn't say it was that bad. I said it was fucking bad. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was. My, my good, and it's very topical, fucking Stranger Things Season 2. Oh, my God. I know the two people I'm talking with and a lot of people listening to this have not watched it yet. So I'm not going to spoil anything, but God damn it, if you loved the first season and i don't know everybody did yep. you're gonna fucking adore this season it does everything right it is a natural progression it makes complete sense and the story just expands from something that was creepy and otherworldly to truly mythic proportions and I'm six episodes in at this point, and I cannot wait to fucking finish this series and watch it again. All right, guys, we we have to stop right now. I'm I'm getting hard. I mean, you keep talking about this. <laughs> I've been hard since this morning when I watched it. It was very hard to sit in my computer chair. Uh, at least let me take my pants off so I don't rip my new jeans. Right, join us, man. Join us. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's, it's tomorrow's viewing, probably all day, so I can't wait. Oh, dude. And I want messages as you're watching. Like, oh, my God. I'm be like, yes, yes. And uh, fuck. Yeah. All right. We're going to take our first little break here. But when we come back on this Halloween fucking extravaganza, we're going to talk about Night of the Fucking Demons. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Great Ship Radio. We are talking Night of the Demons. Oh, God, I love this movie. Uh, it was directed by... You know what? I didn't even look any of those fuckers up. <laughs> Not a single oh. one of them. It was directed by a bunch of fucking people. <laughs> and it's starring a bunch of people, including Linnea Quigley. And I want to play with her lipstick and uh mm-hmm. john <laughs> why don't you give us a synopsis of this movie oh yeah i was ready for the news sorry uh, okay <clears throat> night of the demons on halloween night a group of teens decide to throw a party at an abandoned funeral home known as hall house in the midst of the party angela convinces the others to hold a seance and Oh, fuck this. Let's just watch the movie, guys. Fuck this. Can we watch the movie? <laughs> I think we should watch the movie. It's Halloween. Yeah, man. we should totally just watch the movie. I, I totally want to watch the movie. Let's watch right. the fucking movie. You guys are about to take part in the very first Graveshift Radio fucking commentary. So, happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, take your kids out trick-or-treating. Come back. Have a couple beers. Or go to a Halloween party or, you know, fucking worship the devil. Whatever the fuck you're going to do. <laughs> but when you Hail come back, Beelzebub. when you come back, grab a couple drinks and watch Night of the, Living, Night of the Demons with us. So, Night uh, of the Demons, not Night of the not Living Dead. Not Night of the Living Dead, which I, I would have watched that too. Yeah. But <laughs> next time. <laughs> next time. Yeah. Next time. So. Here's what we're going to do. We have the uh, film loaded up at the lion himself. And then, uh, count of three, we're going to push play. And then this motherfucking show will begin. Are we ready? Yes. One. I think so. <laughs> Two. <laughs> three. Bam, it begins. <laughs> so much pressure. I think I got it right. No shortly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't tell you. Okay, this this movie, this is a very part of my a very huge part of my childhood. The little brother in this, I was about that age when this film came out. Mm-hmm. And I used this film as an example and to my mother and said, you know, I want my hair cut like this. <laughs> and, I point, and I pointed out this kid And since then she, she didn't give me the cut But that was fine But since that time I watched this movie Probably a thousand fucking times And I maybe Quite possibly I like it more than it deserves But This movie Has a uh, huge Huge part of my heart And that's why I wanted to do this commentary Because I, I don't think a review I would get out everything I want to say about the movie Fair play Well Fair play. I mean come on This is one of those punk horror films of the 80s And how do you not love it Seriously I mean come on look at this opening What other movie has an opening like this Yeah uh, yeah 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 it's it's everything about this thing is this thing is so fucking low budget but they took the time (laughs) to try to put some fucking style into it it does have a great opener as well 
Like it, it's like a, a it's got a, a, it really has like this great bookend, which is really incidental to to the actual story. So it's like it's like this is how we're starting the movie, but this is not the movie you're getting, and this is how we're going to close the movie, just in case you forgot how we started it. Um, so I, I do love that. I came late to this movie. The first time I saw Night of the Demons, I would have been late twenties. So we're we're talking, yeah, maybe maybe eight nine years ago. So this is Holy one that been off my radar, and it was most commonly mistaken by Night of the Demon, which is a British horror movie, um, which was set like about three decades before this. So when people were talking, just in general, horror fans are reading things about Night of the Demons. I always thought they were talking about that movie. So there we go. Uh, which is also actually for myself, I came in early teens because of uh, HBO. Man, God bless it. And Linnea Quigley. Stroking it. Mm. Well, <laughs> I mean, I did say early teens. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I became a man to this film. Yeah, <laughs> it's the it's the it's the scene that sailed many ships, and by ships mm. I mean vessels full of semen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tube socks full of semen. <laughs> The kind of socks that you need to beat with a hammer if you want to wear. <laughs> or you could just nail them up on the wall and call it art. <laughs> it's a trophy. I call it jerk off. <laughs> I would probably win the Turner Prize. Uh, I've seen worse things win the Turner Prize. So. <laughs> oh, here we go. Bam. Okay. Dude, this transition right here, I fucking love Fucking stupid. I kind of want to put a pumpkin on the top of my car. <laughs> yeah. I did I did that in my first car on Halloween. I actually <laughs> got pulled over by a cop for doing it. <laughs> Just playing around in vehicles, irresponsible teens. Mm. Now, my question is who's fucking stooge? <laughs> That's a good question, right? Oh, bastards. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently, from listening to the commentary for this film, he was supposed to moon that old man, but he refused to take off his underwear. What? <laughs> That's not the way to get ahead in Hollywood. Like, as we right. found out recently, uh, the way to get in Hollywood right. is to sign a deal with Harvey Weinstein and drop them. Right. Uh, drop so. your trow and suck his cock. <laughs> Big, fat, wrinkly sausage. <laughs> Speaking of wrinkly sausage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you never anger an old man. Never anger an old man. Now, this guy, Sal... I honestly think he's probably the best actor in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just when he sits there and goes, what a little asshole. I completely believe him. <laughs> he's brutal everywhere. Get your hands off me, you damn little whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's kind of becoming my role model in life. Yeah. That is literally going to be me, except <laughs> I'm going to have a beard down to my kneecaps. Yeah. And then 
Apple and some razor blades. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that this year. I'm just going to load up a shopping cart with a bunch of razor blades and apples. <laughs> <laughs> and then go up there, wait for them to ring it all up, looking at you, and just say, you know what? I changed my mind. Gonna... <laughs> so I don't understand why none of the kids there are going up to the Rhodes house. <laughs> that was that was my authentic American. Um, thank you oh, very much. Sounded very, uh, no. No. <laughs> this isn't it, Texas Chainsaw Man. Send it off, old Duncan. Um, <laughs> but but thanks, thanks for trying. Uh, oh, this guy's a dishbag. It, it, you could tell he's a douchebag because he's eating what wheat thins or vanilla wafers or something like that. Mm. Just screams, "I'm a fucking cock." I, I, I love the fact that this uh, this rather attractive young lady is like that. You know what? Panties off. Huge woolen jumper stays on. That's right. Right, right. <laughs> you can see my ass, but you cannot see my tits. Yep. See, she should have done the moon and out the car. That's how you get it done. Mm. Also, yep. Commando. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, she she said she, she, through this whole movie she acts like she's not trying to get laid, but she is not wearing any panties for yeah. the entire. <laughs> <laughs> That's how confident she wasn't going to get laid, uh, Ryan. Right. I want you to smell what you can't have. <laughs> <laughs> you might even get a glimpse of it, but. <laughs> Hefty waft of clunge. <laughs> clunge is my favorite term ever. <laughs> the British people have such a weight. Let, let's look right. The, you, let, let's talk about what's wrong with this scene here, right, ladies and gents? <laughs> let's take a bit of time to acknowledge that her little brother. Yes, yes. Decided yeah. that he's going to sit in the cupboard wearing a mask. He's already seen a full shot of 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 ass and vagine, um, and and you know a, a a couple of rather rather magnificent specimens in a, a what look mm. like a satin bra, and you know that's cool. And no one seems to be she seems as mildly annoyed. Um, this boy is a pervert, right? Yes, he is bodacious boobs, sis. <laughs> yeah. And let's look at Sal's acting talent. Hey, what's going on over here? <laughs> oh, yo, Paisan! You little <laughs> motherfucker, you. Get the fuck out of here, kid. <laughs> I don't know what decade this movie set in, but I was a stunt double <laughs> on Greece. I lost the job for Rod Lane in Nightmare One. <laughs> 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 Where the fuck does this film take place? I don't. I, th I think that's the beauty of the movie is it doesn't really tell you when or where it takes place, really, because the like the characters are all like dressed in completely different decades. Uh, right. No real accent at all, and the the tone, and it just could be anywhere in America. I think that's. I think that's what kind of works for it. It's just. Yeah. They just don't give a fuck and about I, it, which is pretty cool. And I don't think any of the uh, awful sequels tell you that either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't bother. Well, there's no point. No, but that, that in some ways that kind of works. I like 
I kind of watched its favour. Like Ryan was saying, it's a cheap movie and they know that they don't have much money, but they do what they can with that. And they, they put it in the right ways, and that ways are no, uh, <laughs> like no on-screen text telling you where it is. So that costs money, that's not happening in here. But they won't know where the movie takes place, fuck them. Um, <laughs> I swear I come back here and take your little fuck? ass, you, you motherfucker, you. I'm taking this mask, and from now on, every day you bring me one fucking mask, and I die. <laughs> oh, hello, oh, hello. At last, my love has come along. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, really, who looks at Tide that intently? Um. <laughs> Four fingers deep. What were you saying? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but then, now you're taking the piss. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's like... <laughs> so running out with a kitchen sink next. Well, they are thoroughly distracted. Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I would have noticed. No, no. Right. What is she? Jesus. Here we go. Here it, we go. It, it's it's really too bad that thongs weren't more popular in the eighties. Oh, could you imagine? And I will leave here with this inconspicuous large <laughs> bag full of things. In Just front of right people. by him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that look she gives when she's looking over her shoulder like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> Why sure we do <laughs> off what each other. Fuck? Now it's I love turn, Steve. I'll be the first to say that I love this woman, but in this movie, she looks like she got punched under each eye <laughs> <laughs> or stung by a bee. Right, right. She's just a little puffy there. That's all. She's really tired, <laughs> or she's thirty-five playing an eighteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Like Joey and friends when he's trying to play a teenager. Sup. <laughs> Sup with the black dude. Sup. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Now, everybody, I, I was. I was the guy out of all the girls in this, you know, let, let's not count Linnea because that's just, you know, it's a thing. Yeah. But there was something about Angela. Oh, yeah. I'll be the first to say it. You know, I'd, I'd wreck that chick. She's what we call in Scotland a dirty. She's a wee dirty. Just simply a dirty. Yeah, a dirty. But you can't just Fan. say dirty. You've got to say she's a wee dirty. Like she's a wee dirty. Aye. See, there you go. <laughs> John's and authentic now... pirate coming back out there. Uh, always love it when that makes the appearance. Arr. But now, isn't she like a pet psychic? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She is a pet 
psychic. That is the funniest fucking thing I've heard all night. Yeah. <laughs> She's like the female dog whisperer. You don't look at the dog, you don't acknowledge the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and those things really do look like sun-dried poodle turds. <laughs> Is he just like you know, sit, he's just sitting there reading porn? Yeah, yeah. Look at it. What is that? Uh, I don't know. My... There's like people in the back here, like almost naked. I don't know. It looked like a mom giving a kid a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> it was the eighties. Yep. Smoke up, Johnny. <laughs> it's good for you. It took me like ten years to to. Like put two and two together. Wait a minute. She's dressed as Alice in Wonderland, and she's going into this fucked up world. Uh-huh. And she's and she's gonna make her way out. Uh-huh. <laughs> I took my retard pills for ten years. <laughs> this is just like the the worst car journey ever. I I would have been one of the people in this car. Dude, picture the... <laughs> probably the fat guy. Yeah, picture the smell in that car right now. Just sitting next to Stooge. He just looks like he smells like everyone's asshole. Yeah. There's an overwhelming aroma of tit sweat. It's <laughs> just, just like overpowering the journey. I tell you, that pumpkin is hooked on top of that car. Right. Yeah, because those gaffers are really shaking that bitch hard. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he just screams, shut up and drive the car, bitch! And I'm like, alright. <laughs> I see why we hang out with you. Oh, hello. Get in the fucking car. <laughs> Come on, I gotta look cool with my suit jacket and my polo shirt. Come on. Hello there, there, little boy and girl. You want to come into my car and see some puppies? <laughs> Not creepy at all. <laughs> yeah, that no, no, bad stage. No one would give a party out here. <laughs> I love how his, all his conversations <laughs> start off kind of like quiet then end on a scream right <laughs> so I say again who's fucking stooge yep he's probably the one from a broken home that the cool kids hung out with because he stole his parents booze I'm thinking it's gotta be Stooge's car, so maybe that's his car, so that's why they're hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, it's probably his shitty car, and he steals mom and dad's booze. I went to school with a guy just like him. Yeah, me too. He was one of my best friends. Yep. That's why I said I would have been in that car. <laughs> and it did smell like asshole. With a bunch of notches on the fucking... <laughs> bunch of notches on the... Uh, what the hell am I trying to say? The inside panel for every seagull you hit in a parking lot? 
Uh, true story. I had a buddy of mine that did that while we were in the car, and uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't all for it. I thought I didn't think it was a good idea, but he was doing it, and I was a passenger. And then uh, he drove off, and we got pulled over. And then, uh, the cop told us to get out of the car, and we went to the front, and there was a seagull trapped in the fucking grill of the car. Oh, nice. Yeah, and yeah, didn't end well. But like I said, I didn't do it. We used to uh, we used to actually play bowling with shopping carts. You'd lean out the window, hold on to it, and speed through a parking lot, and then just let it go at something. Bunch of delinquents on this show. Fucking eh? <laughs> <Like> little hooligans. <laughs> I love how that stairwell right there looks like it's made out of cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it probably was right. <laughs> Like this is this is this is a stairwell. No one walking it. <laughs> yeah, because his costume would actually come with working medical equipment. Of course, of course. Here, listen. Exposition. Is the, that sound might have been the, the sound she heard? Was built the, right on top of it. <laughs> well, thank you for telling us that legend. Yes. Hopefully, we won't need it tonight. Yeah, the wall. <sighs> so this wall was constructed many, many, many years ago. Uh, mm. It's to keep um, the White Walkers out uh, from making their way <laughs> uh, to Winterfeld and then thus taking over the Seven Kingdoms. Um, but we're alright just now because winter is yet to come. Um, so the wall will hold. Uh, these, these. Oh. oh, look at this. Creepy as balls. Let's go for a party See? in here. Fuck yeah, dude. I would love to have a Halloween party there. Burn it, burn it, burn. But I always thought the wall was to keep the Mexicans out. Oh, hello. <laughs> We'd like to welcome uh, to the show uh, Right Wing John. Uh, right Wing John. I audience, am audience. here to make podcasting great uh, again and whiter than ever. <laughs> I, I mean, greater than ever. Greater, greater. Yes, greater than ever. Yes, yes. Creepy house. Check this out. It's a lot of the check. Hey guys, check this out. Hey guys, check this creepy shit out. Nice. <laughs> hey. It's <laughs> totally scooby doo. Well, yeah, because coffins would just be laying around. I yep. you know we started at the exact same time, but uh, you know for some reason you guys are like a couple seconds ahead of me. Oh no! Oh, and I will reserve my comments for a couple seconds. <laughs> it's Halloween. You're just mad because you were gonna climb in there and he beat you to it. 
flaming asshole of Transylvania, which is right. what I was called for my sixth year in high school. Uh, <laughs> a nickname stuck surprisingly for an entire year. I don't know why. And that's just because you had sharp teeth and wore a shirt with a bunch of guys blowing each other on it. That is literally what I had on my t-shirt. And also the fact that I had explosive diarrhea for most of my six years. It is a problem. It is, yeah. Metal! Dude, this is a bitching party. I would totally go to this. Sal needs to be punched in the dick. Right in the yeah, dick. Yeah, Sal's an asshole. In the dick. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Right now. Now, just take a couple of seconds and let's shake your ass. Watch yourself. Mm-hmm. Show me what you're working with. She she will now forever be known as Hypno Ass. Uh, <laughs> whenever she starts shaking it, people go to trans. Hypno Ass. All hail the mighty hypno ass. <laughs> yeah, that's not a creepy sentence to say at all, is it? No, not a bit, no. My friends, the spirits say that your mother is a whore. <laughs> Soon I will change and sound like Dr. Claw. <laughs> I'll get you next time, Gadget. She's gonna do it. Like, she just loves shaking that ass in front of that fire. Well, you know, if I had that ass, even being a man, I'd probably shake it all around the place. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Linnea Quigley wearing underwear? (laughs) Say that again? I said, why is Linnea wearing underwear? Well, because she's pointing it at people over and over again. (laughs) But that's the thing, okay? You're looking at Linnea saying, oh, she's obviously the whore. But she's got the panties on. Yep. But little little safe Alice over here, <laughs> she's fucking free twatting. So <laughs> right, <laughs> it's the lesser known B side to the great, um, <laughs> the great song. Yeah, <laughs> free, free twatting, free twatting. Look at this, Sal's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just drinking. I'm just drinking over here. I'm telling you, he's my favorite character in this movie. <laughs> oh, without man. without counting the ladies. Uh-oh. What an asshole. Party games. Do love party. Does that games. mean pulling your cock out? Um, maybe. Because <laughs> that's the party game I would be playing there. Yeah. Mm. 
It's, the, it's that great, well-known game. Look at John Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. Everyone in my high school knew that game. <laughs> and explain it only using the GIF feature. <laughs> wait 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 so why does the asian girl convince everyone to do the seance and not the goth girl because the goth girl knows better. She's done this shit before, and she got some bad results. That's in the backstory you don't know about. She did say earlier on Uh-oh. the demons wouldn't like it, which makes me think that she's spoken to them, and the demons have been the very spirits. precise with their instructions. She said spirit. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes. The spirits have told her that when she has a cold beverage, she must first put down a coaster before putting it on the table. It seems we. <laughs> yes. Yep. We we darker individuals know the truth about the spirit world. That didn't sound ominous. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Ah. Oh. I'm sorry, but this isn't a horror film. The black guy's still alive. Mm, I this could quite possibly could be the first horror film that the black guy lived. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Night of the Living Dead, but I just remembered that ending. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. She can't believe our luck. <clears throat> well, one you're pronouncing it wrong. It's not a mirror, it's a mirror. A mirror? Yeah, that's a, that's pronounced M I R R O R mirror. And it's not mirror. She's like, it's a mirror. It's a mirror. <laughs> mirror. For fuck's sake, American. Mirror. Mirror. You goddamn foreigners with your proper English. <laughs> with your language that you gave us. Um... <laughs> I speak American. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, we know that. <laughs> I speak South Jersey and I'm very proud of it. That's right. That's why he relates to Big Sal. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so what does that say about me? Kept I... over here. <gasps> uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> nice. Don't smash the mirror. Seven years. Bad. I look pretty Nothing. red, though. <laughs> I like how it gingerly <laughs> lowers to the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, no. It's moving so fast that no one could possibly stop this from falling. What does it say about me that I relate most to Stooge? Um, you're a fat pig. <laughs> well, ever since I've blown out my back, I kind of have become fat, so. Mm. Yeah, I tried that Kato diet. Fuck that shit. 
<laughs> I need some bread. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. for pussies. <clears throat> oh no. I love how you can see all their faces in separate pieces of broken glass. I wonder That's how long that took to set. The basement? The basement. <gasps> yep. yep. That's a basement. See here. Everything is e okay. <laughs> the Ninja Turtles bust out. Yep. Cowabunga! Where's the pizza, dude? I'm sorry, but the demon is laughable. The, the demon uh, does look like a, yeah. giant, a giant spicy shrimp. Listen, no, <laughs> no worse looking than the flying fucking dragon creature at the end of the original Hellraiser. I, I would not disagree with that at all. Fair enough. And what we eat, eat, that's about the same time, isn't it? Exactly. Probably the same effects crew. It's probably the same thing. <laughs> it's like that. They, <laughs> they bought it from the Hellraiser crew. But they could only get the head. Only the head. That's right. It's not oh, a budget. Just the head. Just, just the tip. Just the tip. Oh, God, what's that smell? It's so cold in here. Fucking Linnea. Work that lipstick. <laughs> what? That was some horrible reverse footage. <laughs> yep. I don't know what you're talking about. Everything about this film is perfect. <laughs> Here, take a drag off this cigarette and then blow it out. We're going to play it in reverse like it went in your mouth. Linnea's fine. She's standing beside Don Johnson, so <laughs> my Miami Vice will protect her. We're fine. <laughs> oh, shut your face. See if people just listen to Angela. He literally has the worst banter ever. Stooge? Yeah. Once again, I believe the black at one man's point, sense. I believe at one point in this film, Stooge says, eat a bowl of fuck. He does. I think that is... He does. It's a great line. He does. It's a great line. <laughs> it is. It's the reason he's in this. Stooge is my favorite. And a little uh, secret about me, I took that line, eat a bowl of fuck, and changed it to eat a bowl of dick, and I use it all the time when I'm insulting people. I'll give you a funny story. I took that eat a bowl of fuck, and I changed it to eat a bowl of cereal <coughs> to encourage my daughter to eat a breakfast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> 
listen to her. God, look at that outfit. Right? demons all right i'm gonna confess something right now i'm working on growing my hair out and my end goal is to bring back the mullet oh my god i think if you just walk around with your dick hanging out nobody will notice oh that is my goal i mean i do work in a mental hospital i can get away with it until the supervisor shows up you know on the back of your white jumpsuit, put the anarchy sign in the back. <laughs> Wear a, like a clown mask and start hitting some drums and pretend you're in Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you'd actually have to be gay as well. Yes, yes. Good all. I put my fingers between my thighs. <laughs> it's the only... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Here we go. Where we going? Oh, well, we got rid of the minorities. Out of dodge. <laughs> I don't know, like, Jay. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, she's awful in this movie. She's so bad. I don't know. She's, I don't think we should. She, she went to... Yeah, but she, went, she, went she to agreed same, to get naked. She went to the same drama school as the woman that plays Heather Langenkamp's mother in Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Ronnie Blakely. Leave Ronnie alone. <laughs> oh, no, that's horrible news. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was before Botox as well, so that's just years of alcohol and substance yeah, that's, abuse. That's, that's booze talks. <laughs> <laughs> booze talks. <laughs> oh, hello. I like how we get the sound effects so we know what's going on. Right. Okay. I do like that camera effect. Yep, that's cool. And then we have fire. Fire bad. <laughs> Smoke good. <laughs> Drink good. Lesbian kiss baddest. <laughs> Jeez. Has Angela been in anything but these movies? Uh, I don't think so. I, I'm probably wrong. She's probably been in like some kind of soap opera. <laughs> but other than you that, watch probably like one episode. I just care about the fact that she's a pet psychic. Yeah. <laughs> you know? She's like, your puppy is unhappy with the house and says that you must pay me a hundred dollars. A hundred? A thousand? Yeah. Oh, motherfuckers ain't cheap. Your puppy 
Your puppy is afraid of the spirits. You've angered them by littering your house. You know, she this is, is a house of the dead. She <laughs> is the niece of uh, Blanche from the Golden Girls. Rue McClan. Yes. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> and then look at her face and you'd be like, yeah, I could kind of see it once you know. Yeah, one of, my, one of my favorite, like, Blanche facts. Yes, there are Blanche facts out there. Is the small cameo role that she has in uh, Starship Troopers. Mm, yes. What? Yes. You, you would never fucking know because of the, the makeup effects in her are fucking amazing. But how she got cast in that is just weird. You know what I mean? How did how did that come up with conversation? Part of weird scientist bug lady creature woman? Uh, is there a golden girl available? available? Right, yeah. right. Well, they put B. Arthur in the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah. <laughs> And oh, girls. yes, yes, and they made her character officially canon recently. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And then you've got uh, you've got um, Betty White and Lake Placid. Right, exactly. So they all got about. What I remember most about Betty White is Bo's wanting to fuck her, or was that B. Arthur? B. Arthur. B. Arthur. Yeah. Yeah. Said he wanted to dig up her body and fuck her just to say he did it. <laughs> there you go. Sounds like a bull thing, to be honest. Yes, 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 it does. I, I would tape it. <laughs> <laughs> Committed to the spank bank. <laughs> just put it up on YouTube. A ghost story. <laughs> oh, take your dress off. Just, just do it. <laughs> Shh. Take your dress off. <laughs> you have a hand. God, this is a horrible dialogue. Yeah. How is the remake worse than this again? <laughs> Oh, watch it, son. Because Eddie Furlong's <laughs> in it, and it, Eddie Furlong, like, literally, you look at him and you realize that that could have been you if you'd been given a <laughs> role in a movie and it right. possibly, possibly touched up by a lot of people. Eddie Furlong is a broken fucking man. Is like And you could tell watch. that just what he did to Monica Keenan. Yeah. Uh, he destroyed that woman. And that was the movie that they met. <laughs> so, you know, he gets a couple of drinks and him and starts going, "I'm John Connor. I'm John Connor. <laughs> Come with me if you want to live, baby." Yeah, it's like that. He, he, he holds a picture of himself just above the like his naked penis, and then he says to people, <laughs> "Have you seen this cock?" And he lifts it up because you think he's going to say "boy," but it's not as his cock. It's a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> as, yeah, the remake's not good. But it, no, the remake doesn't have, like, this movie knows exactly what it is. It is a campy, over the top, fun, balls to the wall, nonsensical horror movie. The remake tries to be a horror movie, and that's its issue. Um, one of many issues. Right. Plus, this has that. 80s 
punk sense to it. And yeah. you just, you can't duplicate that. Yeah, it's, it's riffing right off the back of uh, Return of the Living Dead. I mean, the characters Absolutely. could all be Return of the Living Dead characters easily. Yeah, and I, I, I love both of those just because of what they are. Uh, yeah, run. Well, plus trash. That's right, get in the car and wind that window up. And now... You're safe. You are safe. Well, yeah. No ethereal spirit is going to get you in a car. <laughs> at all. And that window looks open to me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, look, she's kissing like she wants it. Yeah, but then she says she doesn't, right? So she's sending out what they call mixed signals. Right, right. Now she's like, we were making out and I have no panties on and I did not feel your dick poke me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any of this. Don't answer that question. A loaded question. Ah. Yeah, that's yeah. High school. Mm -hmm. I do not miss it at all. Right. See, his problem <clears throat> is, is he did a lot of talking. Once he was done kissing her and she wanted to talk, he should have just whipped it out. <laughs> Plus, that's like the biggest torch that has ever been shown on screen. It is like honestly, the handle's like bigger than a lightsaber. Yeah, that's like a real cop fucking mag light. It's <laughs> <laughs> a proper two-hand torch. You know what I mean? Yeah, we have those over here. They're also used as weapons. Oh yeah. Build somebody across the fucking face with one of those. They're not getting back up for a while. <laughs> nope. She's fine. She's <laughs> Let's face facts. You. Stooge would not still be waiting to go to the restroom. He would have shit in the hallway. He doesn't really have to use the bathroom. He's just trying to get in there with her. Don't blame him. Not knowing she's turning into a frog woman. Yep. Oh, hello. Oh. So they took her makeup off? Oh, hi <laughs> I think Linnea is a very wonderful woman. <laughs> That's a good sentence right there. I don't like that. That's... <laughs> I might bump into her at a con. Yes. Oh, come on. Let's all face facts. She has a career because of her body. Right. Mostly her tits. What fine tits they are, John. Oh, I'm, I did not say they were not fine tits. They were career-defining tits. I mean, she's one of the only things I remember from Nightmare 4? 
Or was it five? <laughs> She's the, the, one of the things I remember from that movie. I can't remember. <laughs> She's Linnea Quigley is not in Nightmare Four or Five. Actually, she is when. Oh, oh yeah, she's the... pressing the chest of souls. Exactly. Right, to the, so the tits of souls, yes. Tits of souls. Yep. Look into the tits of souls. Oh, and this go. and this Baja song is fucking awesome. This whole scene right here is stroking material. Is this where goth started? Because if so, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I want to sex you up all night. I like how they gave her no direction on what to do. Uh, they're just like, wing it. <laughs> and she's like, of course I have uh, five years interpretive dance at Juilliard, so... Uh, um, I will, I will rock your socks off. Don't know why I gave her that <laughs> accent. That's not how she talks. But fuck it. Well, she kind of uh, does. <laughs> she does a wee bit, actually. Yeah. Yeah, he actually watched those pet psychic videos and shit. She kind of <laughs> talks like that. Here we go. Mhm. Mhm. Just mm -hmm. go with it, Sal. Don't question it. Sounds Ryan, like don't question it. <laughs> Sounds like there's something evil going on over here. <laughs> what the fuck is this about, huh? <laughs> what, the, what was that accent? <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> it was kind of like a cross between that gangster and a chimney sweep. <laughs> <laughs> I have listened to many of the podcasts, Duncan, and you Ooh. have said the words chimney sweep many I, times. I love it. I, I, like, what can I see? Mary Poppins hit me at a formative time and Dick Van Dyke's oh, accent oh. is atrocious on so many levels. Oh, are there Mary Poppins? Oh, but just a little chimney sweep. <laughs> oh, like come a, on now. We like, all know you sound like this, really. He's like a cross between Michael Caine and Bennett from Commando. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you between the eyes, John. I'm going to shoot you between the balls. I am... Michael K. That's right. Some people passed away want to see the world boat. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Oh, I'm telling you, son. Oh, look at her go. Like I'm telling you, man. Oh. This is how people dance see, at like hardcore gigs nowadays. This is this fucking kung fu windmill oh. shit that they do at like all that remains gigs. And this part when it's it's just going with the light fucking flashing and it it looks like she's like teleporting. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just like she's like pow pow. Yep. That's very well done. Well that's that's editing, but Oh I know it is, but Yeah, but it's, it's amazing it's, though. It's good editing because they're doing it on the yeah, very well. Yeah, they're However, actually doing it on the flashies. Do we really think Sal would be freaked out by this from the character we've seen so far? Uh, yeah, I think I do. <laughs> I really do. Music came on by itself and she's teleporting. Yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> there you go. So there's some sort of black magic going on over here. 
and that that little editing trick with with fucking Stu showing up behind him that was good. Yeah, right. He thinks he's Kerry King, though. He's wearing some sort of spike glove. <laughs> he's in Slayer. Right. The one thing you do is you do not interrupt a woman mm. when she is interpret dancing. That's a bad move. Oh, no. Actually, uh, Stu looks like um, Alex Jones as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Now let me tell you about the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> first things first, this is a government conspiracy here to turn the fucking frogs gay. Excuse me. <laughs> now stick your tongue in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, this is yep. Yep. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no oh no. You do not kiss. No, this can still be fun. Duncan, you just gotta give it a got to give it a chance, man. Heath are not bad. Give love oh, a I, chance. Ryan, Ryan, there's nothing wrong with a little tooth action. I'll, I'll be the first to say it, but this is a little excessive. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the eyes, the whole deal. It works. She does look like she's been in communication with Zoom. (laughs) Also, I'm offended by her teeth. I think it's some sort of sweeping condemnation of Scottish teeth. It very well could be. Oh. Thank God. Lollipop. Was everyone here on drugs or something? (laughs) That was spot on. Oh shit, not you too. Is everybody on drugs or something? <laughs> you look good, doll face, but I'm getting the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. It's like one of my one of my favorite like I don't have many favorite Hugh Grant performances, but Mickey Blue Eyes is one of the funniest movies ever fucking made and it's mostly down to the whole scene of James Can trying to get Hugh Grant to speak like a gangster and right. he's, he's like he's, 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 first thing you say is get the hell out of here and he's like get the hell out of here and he goes no it's get the hell out of here get the hell out of here it's like no get the hell out of here get the hell out of here but it, it culminates the scene with them ordering food and they, the waitress asks him what he wants and he goes she goes what, what do you want to drink and he goes me like oh dear, <laughs> and then he's like that. Uh, oh hello, sorry, I'm going to stop for just a couple of seconds with that story because we are. Yeah, yeah. no, we're not. There it is. Uh, uh, yep. But it's, there uh, it you, is. Were, you were, you were, you were, saying. Yeah. So it's like uh, a bee, and she's like, "What would you like to eat?" And he goes, uh, "Steak." And she, like, she goes, "How would you like your steak?" And he obviously tries to think how to say rare as a yeah. gangster, and it just comes out of this raw. I <laughs> 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 oh, love that movie. Oh, fucking Mickey Blue. Get the hell out of here. Okay, as someone that's been in a coffin uh, twice now, it would not be a comfortable place to have sex. Oh, here it is. Oh. Here it is. Yes. Obviously, that's a prosthetic, but 
That's a very good prosthetic. It's obviously a prosthetic of a life cast of her actual self. Yes. And back when this was on VHS, you could not tell that it was a prosthetic at all. But now looking at this on Blu-ray, yeah. like wow, Sometimes plastic. Is not kind. Oh, oh, hello. Oh, man. Right there. And coincidentally, she married the uh, special effects guy after this. Yeah, she did. In the remake, uh, she shoves it into her tit and then pulls it out of her pussy. Yes. Best part of that movie. The only part, <laughs> the only part of that movie worth mentioning. Right. See, if fleshlights were the size of that torch, it would be difficult to hide them. <laughs> <laughs> I have never had a fleshlight. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I had I like actually, a, a creepy friend bought me, like literally a creepy friend, I don't speak to him anymore, bought me one for my 30th. Uh, I was like, thanks, I think. <laughs> and then you tried was it. Was it used? Said, Thank you! <laughs> like, like my wife was there when I opened it as well. And she's like, <laughs> she's like I, I don't know if this is like an appropriate present. I'm like, I'm going to say it's not. <laughs> but because it comes in like a like a proper steel tin, and I thought it was like a like a rather expensive whiskey. He's like, you're gonna really like this present. I shake it, shook it a little bit. I was like, right, it's quite heavy. There's obviously metal tin. I was like, whiskey. Mm. Opened up, and I was like, fleshlight. Interesting. <laughs> and they last a while. They last a lot longer than they say that they should last. Um, so yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. This is not the first time the idea of the fleshlight has been brought up on this show. <laughs> and the first me. time, the first time you brought up the fleshlight, you know, you and Bo were raving about it. So I said, fuck it, I'm going to order myself one. And I did. And it got delivered and some asshole stole it out <gasps> of my right. mailbox. Fucking hell! There's some person out there fucking Ryan's fleshlight. Right, somebody is fucking something I'm supposed to be fucking, and I'm pretty angry about it still. I forgot all about that. That's right. I just don't think I'm meant to have one. I yeah, I think I think there's a danger that you might get that fleshlight pregnant. Right, <laughs> these little plastic tubes jumping around the house. <laughs> Oh, hello. Ooh. Let's gear it up for this, right? Do, like, do, oh, and... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now, now she's in the same place as Alice. She is just as much a whore as her now. <laughs> All hail the new whore. <clears throat> she is just flashing. Bye. And unlike Return of the Living Dead, you actually see some bush. You get to see a bit of trim bush. A bit? Just a bit? Just, just a bit. God damn it. <laughs> this is my kind of party. I don't know, man. This dude seems pretty boring. He's like super boring. He's vanilla like those fucking wafers he was eating. You tell it. Exactly that way, Ryan, because I agree with you. 
Stop looking at okay. Yeah, just bag, bag, <laughs> bag over the head. Bag over the head. <laughs> oh, this might stop looking at me. Yeah. Oh no. I uh, like that they pop uh, uh, though. Uh, uh. Yes. So the movie Demons comes out in Italy uh, in nineteen eighty six. Mm. How much of Ooh. an impact do you think it was on Night of the Demons? I don't think I've even seen demons. You've never seen demons. What? I've never seen demons. Oh, dude, that dude, we, we yeah, are rectifying. Or do you be prepared to have a new favorite movie of all time? Right on. I'm always prepared for a new favorite movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna. Lo- oh man, we need to do demons. Yeah, uh, before demons is awesome. I literally. Up until, you know, my full-grown adulthood, I never really... Uh, uh, I love this scene. I never really uh, got into foreign horror. Yeah. I just never never did. It was all American. Uh, and that's all I watched. It wasn't until I started talking to you that I started watching some Argento films and fucking Bamba films and all that shit. So I'm new to all of that. Oh, we will we will get you and and watching some demons. You're gonna love that that movie. If you love this movie, demons is just demons is like this, but but like you know, it's like saying? this like, mixed with Evil Dead in yeah. a movie theater. Yeah, mm. and the soundtrack is all fucking eighties metal, like proper. It's all right. like Iron Maiden and shit like that. It's, oh, and it's yeah. made by oh, Italians yeah. doing a lot of coke. Yeah, well, up with that. Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, Argento. <laughs> produced it but it's Argento's like um it's like Argento produced it but it's like Lamberto Bava so it's Mario Bava's son that did it and it's like all the it's like all the big Italian directors of the time are all just involved with the project they're all just helping out each other and it's fucking nuts so yeah we will have to pencil that one in now that we've finished our Puppet Master retrospective, uh, we, can, we can certainly... <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got all the good shit out of the way. Yeah. I don't know. Don't we have to go back to Texas Chainsaw now that Leatherface came out? Stop it. Well, my my, my favourite thing about doing the Alien and Predator retro that we did was when James Cameron did actually, in fact, admit that Aliens is just an action movie and not a horror. It was controversial, <laughs> to say the least, but I, you know, I'm glad he cleared that up for us finally. Well, it is sci-fi action. That's what it is. This is what and he said. even said so. He said so. Yeah. That's right. Keep against the door. Okay, but we all have to admit that the Wrong Turn series was probably the funnest retrospective that we ever did. Oh fuck yeah! The fact that the fact that we, you know we managed to get through that um, and the pace that we did. Some of those conversations oh. are my favorite of all time. Yeah, and, and the fact, and the fact, for the second one, fucking the first recording got completely fucking lost, and we had to re-record it. <laughs> and I, and I was so afraid we weren't going to be able to pick up that chemistry. And but you know what? The second time it even came out even better. So I'm glad people got a chance to hear that. Yeah, feedback for that one was a bit inconsistent. It's like some people weren't listening, but. I'm glad we did. It seems like a lot of our episodes for the last year or so, people really haven't been giving us a lot of feedback. Yeah, it's it's sad. It really is. It's it's like they don't care anymore. That's fine. Eh, fuck them. I have fun. I don't make this show for anybody else. <laughs> yeah, run away from the floating woman. 
Yeah, I love how she's floating. I love it. It's so simple. She was just wearing roller skates, just skating around. <laughs> and I like how her earrings are now up on crosses instead of yeah. crosses. Yeah. In every Night of the Demons movie, they replay that fucking scene of her coming down that hallway. <laughs> I don't make- remember three, but I, I remember it in two. Try not to uh, remember three. <laughs> yeah, three's not good. Two's a lot of fun. That none. I have a hilarious. lot. Yeah, I have a lot of fun with that movie. I have that on Blu-ray as well. <laughs> hey, there's no boards on this one. <laughs> I'm gonna go out this fucking window over here. Over here. It's a little homage, possibly, to Dario Argento's Inferno, I think. Or the eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's very much, it looks the same. What the fuck is going on in here? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, no, son. What's up with her underbite? I mean, come on. That's so she could more effectively eat soup. She does kind of have a mouth like a horse trying to eat an apple through a letterbox. <laughs> you know, for as much shit as we've given this production, it does a lot of stuff right. It does yes, it does. It absolutely I mean, does. This atmosphere is amazing. I mean, the, their work with shadows, it's it's good. It's like being at the, they've captured the kind of haunted house vibe right down there. You know, all the all the rooms are unique looking. Like you see the lighting. This is like very kind of Italian horror styled with all the lighting. And some of the effects like that, the effect of that severed arm is mm. really fucking good. That's really good. <laughs> You know what I mean? So the money's been spent in the right place. It might not have been spent on amazing actors, but they've they've taken the Italian, the Italian yeah, I, idea I, forward in this. And, like that fuck the acting. Let's just get everything else right. And to give the Americans perspective, I find a lot of the lighting and and atmosphere in this room is very uh, Nightmare Three, frankly. Oh yes, yes, sir. That is one thing that I've always appreciated about European cinema is just the way they do their lighting and and yeah. shit like that. I mean, it's the fucking fantastic. The things. It's this kind of theater aesthetic that they kind of go for. I, I think just just her running through this house with that giant torch, just a dark corridor shining up her face and then along the corridors and stuff and just the camera angles. I, like It's just really well crafted. Yes. Uh, and this movie moves at a tear as well and when shit really starts like kicking off and getting crazy. I mean we're what we're about twenty-five minutes from the end and the last like half an hour has been non-stop and it just it doesn't get you know, it doesn't let up at all, it just keeps going. And that's I mean a testament to that's eighties horror man. Uh, right. There is anymore. There is not one second of dull moment once that fucking party gets started. No, no. And that's one 
to love about this. Now, one, one question I do have. How come the Asian and the one guy are just acting like zombies and not possessed people? Oh, that's because they're bad actors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. But now I just wasn't. That was just because they were trying to make a distinction that if you die, you just come back as lifeless beings. Or yeah, the people like, that the people you that don't see actually, them get possessed. Yeah, the people that get possessed all had mouth contact with each other, and then uh, the rest are reanimated corpses. So that's why none of my goth girlfriends would kiss. Okay. Right. They were afraid of possession. Well, thank God you can't possess a cock. They were afraid of possession and herpes, John. Right, right. Hey, that is always my first date. (laughs) We go. (laughs) Just this slow walking up the hallway, very dark. Something creaked. What was that? Wish I wore panties. <laughs> if there's a draft in here. Oh, trust <laughs> the black man to be behind bars. Eh? Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> that is not appropriate, Duncan. It's not appropriate, that's right, for shame on this movie. Oh, no, <laughs> officially, she is the one behind bars. He's outside the bars. Yeah, the camera should be on another side, Ryan. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Do you know what they did in that shot? Uh, I think you're giving it too much credit there, Don. Am I, John? Am I? Yes, yes, you are, Duncan. <laughs> Giant Shit out of that room. <laughs> like Mary Poppins. <laughs> would you would you sweep the chimney? Uh, no. That's what a chimney sweep does, John. And she was a nanny. <laughs> <laughs> and would you make cupcakes afterwards? I would, because I'm practically perfect in every way, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> You know how I make my cupcakes as well with a spoonful of sugar. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Poppins cast, uh, the Poppins podcast, uh, the Mary Poppins yeah. only podcast. Oh Christ! We've been rated five stars on iTunes. Uh, some people have called <laughs> it super califragilistic expialidocious. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, watch, watch yourself, woman. Watch yourself. You're going to walk at that camera. Yeah, the good old-fashioned hand signals that mean fuck all. (laughs) Yep, it's the claw! Is it just me or... These demons aren't very supernatural. Well, um, I don't think they really have to be. 
because they're pretty fucking violent. Oh, yeah. No, I have no problem with it. I would be scared shitless if this was actually going on. <laughs> I mean, in, in all reality, I would be dead because I would have been with Linnea. But... Mm, mm. Yeah, John was still John would still be seven inches in. Right, right. I'd be fine because she'd say, why are you looking at me? I'd be like, I'm not, baby. I'm looking at your tits. (laughs) And then she would be like, okay. Everyone admires Ryan's honesty. It's it's the best way to be. Yes, you can. Come on, woman. Really had to draw this out. Nice catch. I'm gonna kick you in the nuts. Poor Sal. Sal Romero. Romero? Huh? Huh? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Say no more, say no more. Yeah, he didn't sound like he was from Pittsburgh, though. Right. I mean, he didn't say yins or mm. anything mm. like that. Wasn't in the script. I mean, he didn't even sound like me. Yeah, I bet he could say horror without saying, making it sound like horror. <laughs> hey, 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 don't make fun of me because I'm from Pittsburgh. <laughs> I heard Romero say horror many times, and he says horror. Horror. <laughs> horror. Horror. <laughs> See, I like saying horror because you don't know what I'm really talking about, but I really do enjoy horror. Yeah, it does sound like horror. It certainly <laughs> does. Hide your shame, young lady. <laughs> Duncan, there's no shame here. <laughs> this is grave shift radio. Shame. Come on. Yep, maniacal laugh. That always works. Yep, that's the best way to defeat demons. That... Or I just pull out my giant cock and beat him with it. Beat, beat to death with yeah. a cock. It works. It's yeah. Like six Panther, 60% of the time it works every time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I vacationed at, at a wood or a cabin in the woods. That's the only weapon I had. No chainsaw, no boomstick, just my boomstick. Oh, hello. Which, by the way, my penis says boomstick. It's tattooed on it. Tattooed on it. You only see it when it's erect. <laughs> oh, it just says boom. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be an even better tattoo. <laughs> you you got to stroke it a little bit to get the stick. Boom. <laughs> Yes, let's link this back to something we mentioned earlier in the movie. Yes, yes. Like that. Attention to detail, not just a throwaway line. Could have been, but it's not. 
also love the fact that he lets her move that giant cast iron door herself. I have He's too busy praying. I have no problem letting women that I am with do manual labor. <laughs> it's true because, you know, we're supposed to be equal here. This is true. This is true. If you can't move that cast iron door, you have no right to tell me <laughs> that, I, that I didn't do something right. You moved that like shit, honey. <laughs> Wow, that moves like it's plywood or something. Well, if it is plywood, it is a rather good paint job. Do you really think they could afford cast iron? Yeah, but paint's expensive, man. <laughs> Literally how I look in the morning if I've not had a coffee. Right. I've been up for three days. That's how I look right now. <laughs> Again, dude, I just love the fucking makeup effects in this movie. All the demons just look fucking gnarly. And the voice is awesome. I believe, and I don't think I'm wrong when I say this, I believe that the voice uh, is done by the same person that did uh, Dr. Claw, but also yeah. the, uh, the demon from uh, The Golden Child. Yes, yes. And, oh, the, and the demon from the, uh, the Malbolgia from the Spawn movie. That's right, yeah. You may see he was slightly typecast. Yeah, could be, <laughs> could be. Now, I don't think it's Frank Welker, but it might be. Yeah, I can't remember the name now. Oh, yeah. Frank Welker was Megatron. Yes. That has been in the last couple of Transformer movies. Mm, yeah. I've yeah, not watched but I know he's on them. I, I haven't seen him. I refuse. No, don't watch him. A small part of my soul died when Anthony Hopkins yeah. signed up for that. And then said, I don't know what Michael... Michael Bay clearly has a, like photos of him fucking a sheep or something. Because <laughs> he came out and said that Michael Bay is one of the most talented directors he's ever worked with. I'm like, dude, come on. Come okay. on now. Come on, big son, Anthony. You don't need to say that. Well, Hopkins is old. He's probably fucking fascinated by the visual effects. He's yeah. like, how are they doing this strange magic? He was around when they came up with the first talkies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, she's, yeah, use the force. He's just cowering in the corner and she's yeah. ripping fucking pipes out of the wall. Badass bitch. Pipes don't just extend like that, though. Hey, they do in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I would never put this flame out. I'm serious, man. I would just keep this thing on fucking fire the whole fucking night.
Nice. You can't go wrong with a good burn effect. Yes, yes, yes. And this was two burning motherfuckers running around. Not just one. I can't stop it. I don't want to stop it. <laughs> yeah, just leave it fucking burn and then set in a corner. That long pole with flame shooting out of it just gives me nasty, nasty flashbacks to that time I had chlamydia. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I can feel like, it coming. Yeah, like flame shooting out of my dick. <laughs> that one time, Duncan. Really? Just yeah. one time. There may have been more than one. <laughs> okay. Maybe. May have. May. Me. Let's yeah. let's be honest. You and I started a relationship yep. because of the dark web buying yep. penicillin. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is how I this is how I met John Rhodes and subsequently found Green Shift Radio. Right. A dark. matter of fact, I am the only person that has ever been on Graveship Radio that has never had a sexually transmitted disease. That's that good to know, Ryan. That is why I get to be the host. <laughs> That's oh. how selected. Because I'm the most pure. <laughs> He's the survivor girl out of us. <laughs> She looks like a burnt thundercat. <laughs> I like that she's smoking. Yes. Just slowly coming at him. He's like right out that window and through the steel bars. And he's like, fuck all y'all. See you later. That's literally what he did there. He's right there like, when he should have died. Five. Yeah, he can't believe it either. <laughs> Dude should have like come off the roof and crushed him. He's like the the, the black camera guys and or the black news team from a scary movie. It's like why <laughs> why folk are getting killed over here? We're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is like a scene from the labyrinth. Don't go that way. Follow Hoggle. <laughs> Fine, bitch. I'm climbing it. <laughs> And just picture this climbing barbed wire with your bare hands. That always bothered me since I was a kid. Always. Ah, and that just looks like it would fucking suck. And his scream is great. Ah, ah, fuck.
just fucking drop her. <laughs> She's done nothing good this whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that was... monster's getting right now is a good view of Beaver. Right, exactly. Well, she did do the flamethrower thing, so I guess she deserves to live. Nice beaver. <laughs> Thank you. I'm I just, just got a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you like your roast? <laughs> Awfully wet. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. He is such a badass. Look at the size of that fucking wall. <laughs> he falls down and he just somehow Michael Jordan leaps up that bitch <laughs> to grab her and help her. There's no barbed wire on the other side. Now, let's be honest. Would you go back for her or would you just run the fuck away? Well, he, you know, he knows, you know, white pussy's the best. <laughs> After all this, he's getting some. He noticed. You know what they say. Panties. If it's white, it's all right. If it's white, it's tight. <laughs> Come on, bitch. And he's pulling her up with one arm. Telling you, man, he's a fucking Mac. <laughs> uh, here comes the sun. Here comes the matte painting. <laughs> oh, goddamn green smoke. Ruins everything. I'm melting. Melting. <laughs> <laughs> I love this effect. I say, dude. Hellraiser. Yep. What is your pleasure? What is your pleasure, sir? What? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Tranquil son. Yep. <laughs> Everything. I don't know about you, but I've come back from a few Halloween parties looking like that. It's, right, that was my whole childhood. <laughs> Always needed a new costume. It's like the Halloween walk of shame. Rotten pig trash. <laughs> It's going to be me in another 20 years. If I live that long. That's me I, I think I'm older <laughs> than all of you. And uh, that probably is going to be me within the next 10 years. My wife's going to be mourning, Ryan. I'm going to be... <laughs> Get off my lawn. Get off my cock. <laughs> <laughs> now... There's no way this woman could make this pie and not notice there's razor blades in it. Yeah. So my no, thought is she's trying to kill him. 
Yeah, well, you get that kind of smiley face at the end. Plus, there's no way that he could chew razor blades. Right. But I kind of like it. It's a kind of weird. And chew it and swallow it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cute. That is my my kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> my pills. She's like, ooh, what's wrong? Best way to end this. Yeah. Happy Halloween, dear. And then the soulful sexual chins. Mm, mm. There we go. There it I'm is. I'm a fucking sucker for 80s music. So. Oh, dude, who did, isn't? Did we just legitimately get through the first Grave Shift video commentary here? Did we just do we that? We officially just did that. Oh. And it felt good, gentlemen. Yep. Like a new would, Ryan. <laughs> it was just like the first time. <laughs> now, since we started this like a regular show, Duncan, yes, what would you give Night of the Demons? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I do love this movie. I probably don't love it as much as you, Ryan. Um, so for me, I would give this a... This is a B-plus movie for me. Um, I think it's hearts in the right place. I think the acting kind of lets it down a little bit, but what it doesn't make, what it doesn't have in the, the acting chops, it wholeheartedly makes up with um, really well-constructed uh, set design, uh, light and gore effects are off the, off the fucking chain. Um, and yeah, it's, it's heart is in the right place very much. So yeah, for me, it's a B motherfucking plus. Right on. How about you, John? All right, for myself, um, like Duncan said, the acting's not that good, but the story. I fucking love the classic Halloween night haunted house story. Um, the effects, the lighting, just everything about this reeks of awesomeness. Uh, fuck, man. I really enjoy this. I don't care what anyone else says. It's an A-. minus. Right the fuck on. And as for me... Like I said, Night of the Demons has been a part of my life forever. Fucking, I've watched this movie so many fucking times, I cannot even count. Um, It's not perfect. <laughs> we pretty much laughed at all the imperfection in this film, but it doesn't matter because what this film does to me, nostalgia or not, it is an effects-filled Halloween motherfucking treat it's got. Uh, it's got titties in it. It's got Linnea Quigley shaking her ass around. It's got gore. It's got this insane fun story and bad acting. So <laughs> let's be honest. So I can't give this thing an A. I just won't do it. But I will damn sure give this thing an A minus because uh, I, I just love this film. Nice. So there it is. That is Night of the Demons. We're going to take one more break, and we're going to be back to close up the show. Looking for something different in your podcast library? Then why not check out the podcast Under the Stairs? 
I'm the host Duncan McLeish and joining me each week will be a special guest as we examine some classic old school horror favourites as well as some modern classics. That's not to say that we don't tackle some of the, let's say, more questionable entries into the horror genre. And if all that wasn't enough, we have a subset of shows called Baz V Horror, where our horror novice, The Baz, tackles horror in all shapes and forms to see who will come out victorious. So what are you waiting for? The show can be found at podcastunderthestairs.wordpress.com and on Stitcher and iTunes. The Podcast Under The Stairs is a proud member of Legion Podcast Network. This is Duncan McLeish from Under The Stairs, signing off.
welcome back to Grave Shift Radio. Gentlemen. Yes. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> I am not angry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just disappointed. Uh, In typical fashion, I had a good time tonight. Yep. Like every week that we've been We doing have a good well. time every fucking week. 52 weeks of the year this past year. <laughs> You just know, like, there's such this is like a cruel, practical joke. You just know some people are currently going, why is iTunes only got an episode from a year and a half ago? This doesn't make any sense. Did he forget well, you see, the, the pain? problem is, is once it went to Apple Podcasts, yeah. there was a problem with the transition, and yes. I do believe a few of the episodes got lost. We are currently in the process of trying to uh, retrieve those, though. Yes. Right. Year worth of podcast got lost, just completely lost. All right, happy Halloween, people! I hope it's a badass one. I hope you guys have had an amazing night. And the next time you hear from us, which will be soon enough, it's just going to be a normal show. The only difference is changing things up a little bit. We're going to do one review shows instead of two. Nice. And we're probably going to release podcasts. Eh. Every couple weeks, bi-weekly. So, there you go. Once a fortnight. Once a fortnight. <laughs> what, what? Cheerio. And I, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I, I don't either. And um, So, you know, the show will go on. It will continue. Um, anybody got anything else they want to add? Just, um, once again, thank you very much for, for checking out Grave Shift Radio. And uh, we are already, we've got, like, the next couple of movies planned out and i'm just gonna say all of them are amazing and i can't wait to talk about all of them uh, and we know something that you don't know so nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how about you john anything all right fuckers thank you so much for joining us once again and, you know, if you want a podcast driven by pure testosterone, look no fucking further. There are plenty of intimidators out there. That's right. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to keep going because I screwed that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there are plenty of intimidators. Let the impersonators. Let the impersonators try as hard as they can. But let's face facts. No one is more manly. No one has a podcast with more balls or a bigger cock than Grave Shift motherfucking radio. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you were just spewing semen there. Fantastic. Left and right, just like my room, man. You never want to walk around (laughs) my place with a fucking black light. Maybe we should change the name of the podcast to Grave Shaft Radio. If John had anything to do, it would be called John's Cock Radio. (laughs) (laughs) My next podcast. Right. All right. So, again, happy Halloween, everybody. Say goodbye, people. Goodbye, people. people. (laughs) Later. There are no more barriers to cross. All I have in common with the uncontrollable and the insane, the vicious and the evil. All the mayhem I have caused, and my utter indifference toward it, I have now surpassed. My pain is constant and sharp, and I do not hope for a better world for anyone. In fact, I want my pain to be inflicted on others. I want no one to escape. But even after admitting this, 
There is no catharsis. My punishment continues to elude me, and I gain no deeper knowledge of myself. No new knowledge can be extracted from my telling. This confession has meant nothing. (laughs) 